mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, our fantastic guest, who, by the way, love the shirt. Thank you. So cute. On sale at Forever 21. Like three bucks. Also, this is actually throwback. This is very similar to an outfit I think I wore last time we recorded. I did a half up with a scrunchie, <laughs> yeah. and I wore yeah. very similar pants too. 
Huh. Oh, we could have been matching. Yeah, we should have gotten the memo. Yeah, <laughs> I should have figured out the fuck I was wearing until I dressed like Cameron Diaz in the holiday in February. <laughs> I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Guys, this is uh, Allison Stevenson. You are from the The Single Podcast. Yeah. And from sure. other things like your life and existence. Yeah, you know, and all of that. A few things here and there. Yeah. I'm but very excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm I, happy to be here. I can't wait. We're going to get into some advice. Uh, Melissa's okay. also here as always. Hey. Rocking her red blazer. Hi, hi, hi. And your fancy <laughs> heels. Ho, ho, ho. I know, but nobody can see the hills. Should we also address? I mean, they can kind of see we're in a slightly different place. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, I think for you, it looks the exact same. But for me, it looks different. But no, but I'm looking at your camera. You look different. Oh, okay. So we're in like a slightly different. Yeah. But like, if they're just looking at the main camera, it looks the exact same. No way. <laughs> wow. Good job at scamming, guys. I did nothing. I just sat here. People moved furniture. We're in a different room, but no one cares. Except now I have so many new things to look at, except I, I am convinced I'm going to keep looking this way to look okay. at you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on. I'm. I'm in a different spot than where you usually are. She is. Um, Well, guys, if you are new here, this is an advice podcast. You guys leave us voicemails and we listen to them and then we give advice. And if you want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Oh my God, I actually had a dream that I went to jail and had to call the number. You're having weird ass (sighs) dreams, dude. No, I have the worst. This is why I can't watch horror movies because I just will dream of like the, also the reason why I had I, t- I had told Melissa I had this other weird dream about how like I had to give her my she made me give her my login info for uh, my gynecologist but I also realized that's because I wrote down the password of what it was the same place I wrote down the password of the podcast so of the, the podcast Instagram oh so then I was like this makes now it's all making sense I get like any yeah I just have dreams about like my real life it's mm. really terrible except the going to jail and part. you remember them I only I only have bad dreams, only mm. nightmares. Those are the only ones I remember. That's it. I've, ne- I've I never. I only have nightmares. I know my boyfriend's like, bleak. no, you like smile in your sleep, and sometimes you laugh. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck do that I remember? That means you're those? freaking psycho, or no, you're psycho, and true. you're laughing I mean, at the bad things, like like no, the pain. No way. Yeah, <laughs> unless I'm like, you know, seeking revenge. I don't even have like satisfying revenge dreams. Mm. Like in my dreams, like I will like I can spend the whole day like plotting revenge against someone I hate, and then yeah. the dream I will have is like that person doing those things to me. <laughs> like I. I never win in my dreams. I also yeah, die yeah. in so many of my dreams, which is apparently bad. I think it might be like one of those, like, because I do a lot of the, I get a lot of those, uh, my teeth are falling out dreams. Oh, whoa. And that's a, that's, that's like a, a genre thing. of yeah. dream. It's, and it's, Wait, I get them all the time. Terrifying. Oh yeah. It's always like, but it's always so casual. Like, <laughs> it's always like, I'm just like walking oh and like God. suddenly I'm like, oh, what is oh, that a tooth? My tooth's out or whatever. Wait, that's so yeah. crazy. But they say like in the dream interpretation yeah. world that that's just like a sign of stress. Shut wow. Like it's related to stress. Wow. Is it because yeah. like, no, it's like your hair's falling out. Cool. Stressful. Let's make it dream. Like let's, let's raise the stakes. This is yeah. a dream. It's <laughs> like, your teeth. It's literally like my teeth will just crack and that's, fall out. Like in a lot of my dreams. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's fucking insane. <laughs> wow. But it's like a thing. Okay. Okay. So the so one where you die, I die, it might be like, you know, maybe you just need like a new gynecologist. Yeah, or right. no, yeah. no, this the is first the one. new one. This is my only <laughs> this one. Is this is the one. first one I've ever had at twenty-five. <laughs> so maybe it'll stop. Maybe now that you have a new gynecologist, maybe, maybe. Who know. knows? Just trying to make some connections. I don't know. I like I like that idea, but I've never. Even, I don't remember any happy dreams as a kid either. I watched Peter oh, Pan really? and then I dream about Peter Pan, but like I like ran like rode in like a train through the sky and then I fell and then a wolf bit off my finger and then it was hollow. Oh my god! Yeah, that one stuck with me. <laughs> wow. Also, like, did not understand anatomy as a kid. I was like, it's hollow. Like, That's what happens when you lose a yeah. yeah bones. What are those organs? <laughs> all that tissue? Nope, none of it. Uh, okay, guys, I'm gonna stop laughing about my dreams and let's get into it. Hi, Megan. Um, I'm currently 
a sophomore in college and I am 20 years old. I was just calling um, to discuss, I guess, mine and my boyfriend's relationship. Basically, um, I read his text messages and I saw him talking to his friend and he said that he loved me and he loved everything about me and could definitely see me being a mom of the mother of his children. But the only concern for him was that he said the sex was bad. In the messages, he was talking, like, referring, like, I guess comparing me to his ex-girlfriends and how it was just different and better with them. And he was saying that I just didn't know how to ride properly. And, I mean, this has never been a problem for any of my past sexual partners. Um, and I just don't as know how to confront you know. the situation. Do I tell him I, like, read his text messages? Do I just kind of let it be? Do I practice? Like, I just don't know what to do. Um, so if you can help me out with that, like I would appreciate it. <laughs> Um, also, just a little bit more background information. Me and my boyfriend have been together a couple months, probably about three. Oh. We spend, you know, all the time together. He basically lives with me. Ugh, and bad. I feel like we get along well on everything else. Um, you know, we just click together, and I love him to death. What? But it's just that problem with, I guess, he's not enjoying sex. Even though I asked him about it, he's not upfront with me personally about it. He says he enjoys it. So, I don't know. Thank you. First things first, everything's not okay because you read his text messages. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's number that's, one, yeah. right? Yeah. Why? That's what you have to figure. I mean, like, as somebody who's read text messages, mm-hmm. I knew what I was looking for and I found what I was looking for. Right. Like, it's you a don't, sign. Three months in, especially. Like, you don't you don't read them. Like, mm-hmm. also, you were so blasé about it, which is maybe because I've said before that I have read text yeah. messages of people that I've dated. But you've mm-hmm. also said you don't read text messages unless you're going to look for something. No, and yeah. you're gonna find and it. And I always find it. I've yeah. never once it's looked. It's instinctual. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that that, as much as you're saying, I don't know if that's the reason why you were looking or if there's like another underlying reason that you're like, you thought something was up. Or is it that like you say that you're like, no, he says the sex is great. Or mm-hmm. did you think that like it wasn't and so you were seeing the t- messages my guess is that she felt something was fishy yeah. like maybe she felt maybe not straight up cheating but there's just something yeah. in the connection that's off and she felt inclined to mm-hmm. look through messages see what she could find you know to solve that Ugh. but then that's just a bigger sign of like there's yeah. problems with communication here that need yeah. to be fixed if you want to stay a couple I think. I think three months um three months like I'm sure there are people who like can be in love at three months. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's happened. I think I would say like almost have like you guys are moving so fast. Like yeah. talking about marriage. Like he's telling his friends, like I right? could see her being the mother yeah. of my kids. Like and uh, they're 20 years old. Yeah. On top of that's that. the part that's like crazy. Cause he's almost living with me. We like, we're like totally head over heels in love. Like that to me is such like a fast, 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 fast pace kind of thing mm-hmm. that I think you, you are kind of true. This is like the, the looking at text messages this early on, even if there's nothing like inherently like wrong that you're like specifically searching for. I think it's just like, you guys are kind of at like a two year mark at like <laughs> yeah. three months. Right. And I think there are there. I think a lot of relationships like they burn bright really fast and they fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Like I am like a serial four month, three month dater. And then right. I'm like, I hate you now. I am done. <laughs> I don't know what happened last night, but I'm over it once I woke up. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just I think in, I mean, in general, I think it's a little like weird that he t- like texted his friends about that. I think that is an odd conversation to have with a friend well, too. over text. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that like at least like if 
any of like my friends and I have had conversations like we'll gossip like over text messages, mm-hmm. very casual, like gossip about people that we like have been on a date with, but none of us gossip about our significant others or talk mm-hmm. like that via text. Right. Because like we spend all of our time together. Like there is the, like the chance that they could read this and like, you don't want to misconstrue anything. You do it in person. I have a theory. Yeah. Maybe. He because her obviously, to see it. I think he wanted her to see it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Obviously, I think there's like a weird thing where they're embarrassed to talk about it. Yeah. So maybe he kind of planted it in a way where he was like, I'm going to have this conversation with my friend and I have a feeling she's going to look through yeah. my phone. And that's how I'm going to let her know without flat out, like telling her to her face that I wish the sex was better. This well, is some bad th- passive aggressive. Well, I think, <laughs> very I, passive aggressive. I 100% think it's that because I don't think that in any in the, the two things are totally unrelated of being like I think she'd be the mother of my children. She's not as great in bed. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of a thing. Like that's not like not to be like sex. Like I mean, I wouldn't even say that to one of my friends right. about my partner. Yeah. Uh, like and that's the part of I'm like you. It's it's cushioning it and saying something nice that she definitely wants to hear. Yes. And then saying the other stuff. Like I yeah I think if he didn't want you to see it, he wouldn't have. And then maybe she has yeah. the passcode to his phone and that's why she's so casual about like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we, like I read a text message. Maybe he was like, you feel free to read my text anytime. Like I'm totally an open book. Yeah, and I wonder knowing about that, that. Because maybe that's why you were so casual. Oh. What if he was being like an asshole and was like, oh, she like, like I could see her being a, my the mom of my kids, but like she's not good at sex. Oh yeah, well that also uh, that is true. But <laughs> tone is everything. You yeah. just made it totally. No, but that's true though. And then that, that brings up like if you're just if you called us in and you're describing it with rose colored glasses, that's how I'm gonna like. Mm-hmm. Is that like yeah? I guess you have to figure that out. Like was this um. Yeah, like what was it a like dick malicious thing? Like mm. if you think about it, like if you showed if you have called like talked to your friends and showed your girlfriends um, like or they showed you if they yeah, vice versa, anything like that. Like how how are they reacting mm-hmm, like that kind mm-hmm. of thing? Like people who know him, too. Yeah. And can see that. Or did you call and tell us because you can kind of like paint it a little better? Where it's like a little bit more romantic and like not as bad because I think you're right. Like I think it could, I think if someone just told me like it and I saw it, I'd probably be like, wow, it's fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I think it depends on if it was intentional or not. Yeah. If he wanted her to see it, then maybe it wasn't like him trying to be a dick. But if he like never intended her to see it. I think 100% you just tell him that you looked and you saw it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've also never looked through um a phone of someone and then not told them mm. like i've always been like hey so i did something shitty i looked through your phone but guess what who was shittier you this what <laughs> i found so like I, as long as there's someone shittier yeah, yeah. because also like my whole thing is like honesty so like if i'm gonna look through your phone i'm gonna be honest about it i'm gonna tell you like okay. this is what i found um yeah <laughs> if it, yeah right. exactly. i can get behind that no, actually totally. yeah um so i think like I think you just have to like say that and admit that to him. Mm-hmm. And I think like it's an awkward, terrible conversation. But if like you're three months in, you're almost living together. You say that you love each other. Like you want to be with him. He is love of your life. Like you're going to have more uncomfortable and awkward conversations post this. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I think it's also just the line. Like she doesn't know how to ride me. Well, like yeah. that was what? very, that's like very, yeah. like, like 17 year old boy word yeah. well they're 20 Style. so 
Yeah, I don't know, but to me, that just sounds like a lazy fucking dude. You know? Yeah. Like, it, she doesn't know how to ride me. Like, well, you just want... But, just, what? You, what? He likes the girl on top. Don't shame. No, no, no. Not at <laughs> no, all. No, that's great. That's not fine. in that, but, like, in, like, a way of being, like, you're not enjoying yourself and you're not, like, you're not, like, in the moment. That's what I mean. That, yeah. Like, you're just going to lay there and be unhappy. That's right. what I don't get. You're true. That's true. Like, I just think that that's, like, a weak guy move of not... Because, like, I think, like, in general people should be like more expressive about like what they want in yeah. bed but like you're three months in and you're not enjoying it and like you're gonna complain to your friends at, and then lie to her to me that just also sounds like he doesn't yeah. want do you yeah. want it to get better or no yeah. that's what's odd to me too is that she like says she brings it up with him yeah and he just acts like it's not a problem yeah but clearly it is that's fucking weird it is odd. It is fucking weird. It is fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> Literally fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. Um. Next time you're on top, maybe take his hands and be like, show me what you like yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or sexy put it on him your and say yeah. something yeah. like sexy and be like, like yeah. what What do you want me to do to you? What do you yeah. want to do to me? Kind of a thing. Yeah. I, I wonder what her experience is. Yeah. If she's enjoying the sex or yeah. not. Yeah. And you know, and don't I also, only care about him. Yeah. Give yourself some... <laughs> appreciation totally too. and maybe he's just like yeah exactly like what are you having a good time is this like yeah. are you getting off or is this it seems like both of them are kind of not yeah expressing fully what they want out yeah. of each other and maybe both having not great sex lives yeah that's not fun that's not, that's fun, not at fun all. and also i will say i mean yes he might have wanted you to purposefully see it in general but um got then this is i say this from being friends with like a lot of straight guys and my even my boyfriend saying this where it's like they that like i oh god i hate the term locker room talk now but like that idea of like guys like talking about like girls that they get with and stuff mm-hmm. a even like my boyfriend all of my guy friends have said like oh it's not we wouldn't you never get super 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 district descriptive of stuff like that and it completely stops when it's your girlfriend like you don't talk like that with like I don't know the sex lives like with my like friends who've been dating people for months at a time yeah I know the first time they hooked up I heard about it but Mm -hmm. like they've been dating for like what six months a year three months like I don't hear about that aspect (laughs) yeah yeah no one cares anymore (laughs) no exactly and like that part's a little weird that he would talk to his like it just to me doesn't seem like a great sign of like I'm gonna text my friend and talk about like my sex life with my girlfriend as opposed to talking to her about it Mm -hmm, to me that doesn't mm -hmm. seem like he's it's a very 20-year-old thing yeah. to do. It's very immature. It's no fuck. offense to... I mean... But, oh, to, to 20-year-olds. Like, offense to him. <laughs> sure. No offense to yeah. him. But I'm yeah. sure there are very mature 20-year-olds out there. I was not you know. one of them. Yeah. I was definitely <laughs> not. not. But, I, I mean, honestly, like... Yeah. At 20 years old, it's like, you don't have to stay together. Like, no, you can just not at all. be done with each other. It's yeah. not a big deal. And, like, bring it up. Try. If it doesn't get better, I think it's also going to get in your head. Like, mm-hmm. when you're having sex with him now. And that's not fun for mm-hmm. you either. So, I think if you guys can't have, like, a real honest communication talk about it and be honest and upfront and tell him, like, I read these messages. Like, yep. this really hurts that, like, I've tried to talk to you about this before and you keep saying it's fine and like I really want us to both enjoy this and then if he reassures you that it's fine and you know that it's not then like I think you need to like be with somebody who's going to be more upfront with you exactly it's only going to get you're only going to have more complicated things in your life to deal with together yeah and if he can't even be honest with like that I mean if they get married yeah you know like what it's like it's only gonna get worse wait yeah only gonna get way fucking worse so um talk to him and then give us a call back let us know what happens on to the next 
Hi, Megan. I'm 27 years old and I would love to hear your opinion on my situation. Um, I just broke up with my boyfriend. Uh, we were together for four years. We started talking about getting married, really loved each other. Uh, but I decided to take a break from this relationship because I had some doubts and and I needed to clear my head because basically there's um, this other guy uh, that I met at summer camp 10 years ago. We dated at summer camp and then when summer was over, because we were living so far apart, uh, we decided to stop. But ever since... We have continued to talk and I really love our conversations. He's the smartest person that I've ever met and I really feel like life would be so interesting with him. Uh, but the reason why we never got back together after that is that even if at some point we were at the, in the same city, um, timing was never right. So either he was in a relationship or I was. And then I guess the second thing is that I'm not exactly sexually attracted to him. Uh, I am so attracted to his brain, but I'm not exactly attracted to his body for some reason. Um, and going back to my ex, it's the exact opposite. I am really attracted to him and I, when he's around, I really want to touch him and I love the way he smells. Um, and so... I'm now at this point where I have the opportunity to either get back with my ex or try something with that guy. And my question is, how do you choose between, I guess, intellectual compatibility and sexual compatibility? How do you know which one's going to make you happier in the long run? Because I don't want to make like the wrong decision about this. Oh, wow. Polyamory. That's like yeah. a movie right there. I know her yeah. accent is also so beautiful, which made it very much like, like This is like a French and, film yeah. from the 70s. Yeah. Camp too. Where is she from? I don't know. Oh, that was, that, you have a sexy ass French. fucking voice. Yeah. yeah, I assumed French too. Makes it sexier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything she has is just like a sexy version of it. Like a sexy problem <laughs> on like a sexy Saturday. It's like, oh, how do I choose between all these guys who want to sex sexy? Uh, sorry, we're just, we're just really, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're harassing you at yeah. this um i mean honestly my gut reaction is kind of like maybe neither of these guys are your thing like that's exact i was hoping you would say yeah. that yeah i was gonna I say i don't think you need to ch you wouldn't choose um because also i would say i think there's a difference between like automatic like lust for somebody when you're really attracted to them right mm -hmm. off the bat um and that can kind of like fade and then or 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 not okay not even that so the, the lust or that attraction you have to somebody right off the bat and then from there oh like compatibility we realize there's so many things that are so much more important to that which is like the reason why you guys broke up was the fact mm -hmm. that like you were like I don't see us connecting on all the, the uh, these other levels and stuff and then there are people who like they aren't automatically your type and you're not like attracted to them right off the bat but then you get to like know them and their personality and then because how much you love their personality and yep. who they are they become more attractive to you exactly and i think if that's not happening and it hasn't happened after all this time a if you guys aren't in the same city and you're not seeing him mm -hmm. there's no way you can be i mean i don't think there's like unless you're like really like talking dirty there's not a lot of like sexual like tension it can't grow 
grow. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think if it's you, you have spent time in person and it's still not there. I think you just like, it's a really great friend and a really good person, but like, I don't yeah. think you would. I, yeah, I just, I don't see, I don't think you need to choose that. Yeah. I mean, when I was first listening to it at first, I thought maybe this was some sort of self-destructive behavior yeah like kind of wanting to end a relationship that looks promising mm-hmm. but then near the end when she was talking about how well actually he never had that sort of mental stimulation that I was looking for that's when I started going like all right I think neither of these guys yeah. are the one that she needs it's like there are so many more options exactly and I yeah. think just because you dated somebody who wasn't like I think we can really get in this like like this this guy didn't have this but this other guy has it so therefore that means he must be it and it's like mm-hmm. no like he has a character trait and he has like a brain and he's very smart and he has a quality that the one quality that your other boyfriend didn't have mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that he's the only guy in the world with right. those qualities mm-hmm. and so i think that maybe maybe you can just treat it also as this was a really great vehicle and way for me to know that this is something I really care about in a relationship and I really want this and maybe that's the reason why you've been holding on to this for so long is that you didn't you needed to then become aware and realize that this is something that you're attracted to but you're not necessarily like it's not him it's the fact that he has that and that inspired you to like Mm -hmm. break up with your boyfriend and realize that like this you guys aren't compatible but um I'm gonna yeah I'm I'm gonna bet neither of them yeah, I think you can find someone who ticks both of the boxes mm-hmm. and problem solved. I yeah. mean, it'll yeah. take a longer time. You got yeah. two options now that's easier and faster. Yeah. But ultimately, it seems like you're not going to be satisfied with either one. Yeah. I also think as much as like, oh, timing and it's been like 10 years and all of this stuff, like it wasn't great and all that. I had one of those things with this guy where it was like mm. constant, like, oh, my God, like, no, you're with somebody. No, I'm with somebody. And it was yeah. like a will they won't they thing. And we never really talked about it but we both knew Mm. and then we finally were single at the same time we went on one date and it was fucking terrible right and I built it all up in my head and it was like oh shit like Mm -hmm. why have I been like leaving you on the back burner for so long right also if we were really meant to be there's no fucking way we would have been able to go all of these years without ever like you know and being with other people exactly like if that's your person that you're supposed to be with like you're not going to be able to have like long-lasting relationships with other people because you're thinking about somebody else but not clearly only when you're lacking something in another one so yeah yeah. it's it's an interesting because something i would battle a lot in my dating life is like having these things that are like must-haves in Mm -hmm. a guy like he has to be like this 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 And then wondering when I meet someone who I really, really click with, but they don't have a lot of those like must haves that I felt like I needed in a man, I would get scared. I'd be like, wait, is this me settling or like, like, what is this? And I think over time you realize like a lot of the things that you think are like must haves that are like deal breakers aren't really deal breakers. Mm -mm. They're really just things that you kind of put a wall up for yourself and you say like, it's a way to dismiss a lot of guys. Yeah. But there are those like key things like now I boil it down to like kindness overall or like, you know, things that I care about, like physical, like touch and things like that. I have those that I just boil it down to like three instead of like having 10. Mm -hmm. And it seems for me like maybe one of her three is like intelligence, like he needs to be very intellectually stimulating. So now that you know that you can move on and find someone who takes that box and maybe one or two others. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there we go. I just think when when two people are like very much into each other and like you're super into it, 
you're not going to really have to well, this is hypocritical because it took me like a, a year and a half to actually like figure out if I liked my boyfriend or not before we were dating. <laughs> like not a year and a half into the relationship. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think like once you go on a date with somebody, like a couple of dates or whatever, I think women especially, actually we were just talking about this based on this new Netflix show dating around or whatever. Mm. Um, and like oh, yeah. women know, like yeah. I know, I A, I know 10 minutes into the date if I'm into you. But also like I'll know after the first date if like... Like, I think women are much less inclined to give a guy a second date. Like, mm. based, unless it's like, I'm not to be a bitch, but like pity date or being like, okay, <laughs> like, sure, I'll give you another chance. Yeah. But like, usually, you know. So like mm-hmm. the idea that, um, that like this could have gone on for like this long, like you'll know right off the bat. Like the same thing, like if a guy's smart, all of these things that you're going to know based on how you feel with that person when you go on a date with them. Like you yeah. don't, like writing a pro con list or being like, well, he has these things, but he doesn't have these things. Like you're going to know in the date. Like, yeah. are you nice? Are you smart? Am I intellectually stimulated? Because also like, it doesn't matter where he went to college. It doesn't matter any of these other things that can attribute to like, oh, like someone who's smart. Right. But like, you're exactly. going to know on the date. Like, mm-hmm. how do I feel? Like, is my brain turned on is like my lady bits turned on exactly yeah and i think you yeah if you don't if it doesn't happen that way i think the only way that like sexual attraction can build from anything else is usually with friendship like i don't think you date yeah. somebody based being like well like hopefully one of these days i'll think you're hot like i think that builds more with friendship and then you're like oh now i'm into you in this way but yeah i think you just gotta move on find another <laughs> one yeah agreed because you got a sexy accent use uh, it yeah Although I'm sure where and she is, there's a lot of sexy accents. Oh, yeah. true, true, true. It's not accents for them. It's oh, just yeah. how they talk. It's just how they well, talk. I guarantee you a ton of like pretty like subpar American guys. Uh, there's a lot here and they would love They would love it. Uh, maybe there's a couple good ones. I don't know. Cana- they're probably good Canadian men. I feel like for sure. Yeah, like yeah, those yeah. are good ones. Yeah, that's yeah. where they go. Yeah, they is Canada. <laughs> that's where they live. And then the bad ones come here. And then the bad, yeah. <laughs> no, I like Justin Bieber. Not a bad person, I don't know. But I like that I like that album. Okay. What, the first one when he was five? Baby? I mean, first of all, <laughs> uh, Bops. Bops off Bops. Also, my best friend, little sister, found him um, on MySpace, like the same time Usher did. So like, I've known about Justin Bieber for so fucking long. Like that she, is wild. She literally was like, I feel like I should really like be able to like contribute to like his success because she was like, comment on his videos and stuff and like they, mm-hmm. he would like it on myspace before like, he blew up yeah yeah that's so funny her and usher yeah. discovering talent on myspace <laughs> <laughs> so funny oh uh, okay on to the next hi megan and guests and melissa i just wanted to say first off i've been watching you megan since i was in like eighth grade i'm a sophomore in college now and i really appreciate like your youtube channel and just you in general like you've been a really huge role model for me I just wanted to say thank you for that. But now, like, to my problem. And sorry if I'm being quiet. I'm, like, in a dorm room and the walls are thin and I, like, don't want to tell everybody my business. So, and it's, like, 1230. So I think my roommates are asleep. But, yeah. So I was, like, kind of talking to this guy. We, like, went on a date, like, two days ago. And I met him, like, through a friend. Like, he had, like, worked on a project with her. And she, like, set me up with him. But, like, she was showing me his Instagram, and, like, his ex was still on his Instagram. And I was kind of like, um, that's interesting. Like, there was, like, a picture of him, like, kissing her on the cheek. But then, like, when my friend asked him, like, hey, like, I don't know if, like, you're single or whatever, but my friend thinks you're really cute. He was like, yeah, I'm single. And so then, like, when we went on a date, I asked him, I was like, so, like, why is your ex still on Instagram? Like, have you guys have broken up? 
And he was like, yeah, we're, like, very, like, on again, off again. And I was like, okay, well, like, I don't want to, like, get super involved with you and, like, commit to you if you guys are going to be, like, on again. Like, I know you're off right now, but if, like, in a week or two you're back on, like, that's not really fair to me. And he was like, yeah, okay. But, like, for me, and I know this is, like, a huge, like, we were on a break, friends reference, and I know I'll probably get a bunch of hate in the comments, but, like, in my opinion, like, if you're on a break, is that technically cheating? No. Is it hurtful to the other person? Absolutely. But is that cheating? No. And everybody has their own, like, opinions on that. And so we ended up hanging out yesterday, and, like, we ended up sleeping together. And, like, I don't regret it, but I also, like, don't know if that's just me, like, being, like, oh, well, I can do whatever I want, and I don't know this girl, and, like, you know, like, I don't know if, like, I'm in the wrong and I'm just, like, refusing to see it. So I would love to get your take on it and just your advice. Like, do you think I'm in the wrong for sleeping with him while they're, like, on their break or whatever? Like, it's just sex. Like, there's no feelings or anything. But I would just love to get your take on it. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Interesting. Fuck. <laughs> I really wish. I mean, I'm not mad that you started with that whole really nice thing. But this whole time I was like, I hope I'm not going to be mean to her. I hope I'm not going to be. I can't promise I'm not going to be. I want to say thank you for all of those nice things that you said. Um, and and now I'm going to be a bitch. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, like, this is how that's the whole thing. I'm like, this is how I would talk to my friends about any of the situation. Yeah, it's just being. Yeah. Honest. I think yeah. like right off the bat like you like you purely based on like your tone rising despite you thinking being like i need to be quiet like you adamantly really 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 don't want to believe that you did anything wrong and you even mm. when you're like it's not cheating it's not like it's not like that like you clearly feel guilty and you really don't want to be in the wrong here i would say a i think like in general the issue is uh you we need to hold everybody accountable to things but the, when you don't know this girl or anything like that from the very beginning like when you see someone with a girlfriend on their instagram and stuff like that and your friend says my friend thinks you're cute are you why is your ex still on here it, it's not a why is your ex still on here with an honest answer it's being like here is a temptation that i'm telling you and then it's like oh and here's this other thing and it's like oh yeah fuck that other thing what was that thing you're thing you're saying about mm -hmm. that girl who thinks i'm hot mm -hmm. like you're that there is like, you don't even know if you ever got like the real straight up answer. And you're saying you don't know this girl. So you don't know this girl. Do you owe her something more than that? You don't know this girl. You don't really know if they're actually on a break. Right. <laughs> and mm. I think the most important thing I think now, especially is being a, like a stand up woman for other women. That doesn't mean that like that he's not a shitty guy. If like they weren't dating or anything like that. And it's also my whole thing is like from the like I think everyone should be upfront and honest but I think if this didn't deter you this just to me sounds kind of like a self-sabotage thing like that if you're going to go out with somebody who is like any of the things like they're red flags like his girlfriend is on his Instagram yeah. he says that they're on again off again that makes you feel weird you still go out with him you go on the date with him then you go out with him again and you sleep with him and you're like it's just sex mm -hmm. that to me just sounds like that like it does kind of, it doesn't like you wouldn't do that. She's making excuses. Yeah. But yeah. it's like a self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you want to like, why are you putting yourself in that situation? Right. That like, and I relate to it. I was like that for a very long time where I was like, so in denial about my feelings. Yeah. Where I'd be like, oh, I could totally just have sex and not care about this guy yeah. or whatever. But it was always a lie. I would always be like heartbroken at the end of it. Yeah. And I think like you also don't, 
the biggest thing there is like, I just, it's messy. Like, why mm. would you actively want to like knowing what you know, even if it's, if it's true or even like if, if it's not true, but even if it is like, why would you want to get involved with something messy like that? Mm. And like, you're going to like, like, if it was, you went on a date, it was like, my friend thinks you're hot. It's not like, oh, I met this guy at a party and we hooked up. It was just sex. Like you went on a date. Like this was something that you told your friend about. You saw him on Instagram. Maybe it was like, you just like, you wanted to sleep with him and you wanted to hook up and mm-hmm. that was it. But like that to me is just like, I wouldn't, I personally, if I saw a girl there, that would make me be like, wow, this guy, like, this is gross for this guy. Like, why is this guy cool with keeping this girl on his Instagram? He's treating her terribly. Why would I want to like, even if I don't have feelings for you, why do I want to reward you for that? Like, I think that's just kind of scummy on his part. Definitely. He's the biggest 100% scum factor. And that's why I'm wondering, like, why would like, he's probably really hot though maybe (laughs) is my assumption (laughs) maybe yeah I just think like in general I'm a huge like I don't uh I don't know I don't I'm like I will take a lot of what people say at face value if like someone says they're not mad at me and they're Mm -hmm. gonna pout about it I'm like fine like you're not mad at me cool right like I'm not going I'm not gonna handhold you through something like that Mm -hmm. but then if I see like yeah if I was in the situation and I saw this it wouldn't even be like oh, I like can't do this because of the girl or whatever. It's more like, this is messy. <laughs> like, I don't want to like jump into something like that that seems yeah. messy. And like, I don't know, at the off chance that like he's lying. Like I that like. True. I didn't think about the fact that he probably is lying. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I, my feeling's a little different on her feeling guilt. Like, yeah. well, face value. It's like if someone says they're on a break and they're not in a relationship mm-hmm. right now, like, all right, like. And I want to have sex with no yeah. emotional attachment. If that's genuinely what I want. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, I would say. Yeah, that's I'm fine. there with you. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, she does feel guilty or else she wouldn't. Be yeah, calling. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's that the means part. there's more to the story. Yes. And I think there, that then that to me, that makes me think it's not just sex because yep. it mm-hmm. isn't that like that is that is a totally rational way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody who and that's there's again, nothing. I don't think there's anything like wrong with that. But you looked him on Instagram. You saw that he had a girlfriend. Like there are all these things that you questioned about. You asked about. Like you, you like hashed this stuff out mm-hmm, before, mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, "I'm gonna take it at face value. I'm not gonna look into it because like yeah. it's not my business." You looked into it. You like if that's when you get to that point, I think like you kind of yeah. If you're looking that far into it, you obviously care if he's telling yeah. like yeah. you care, and mm-hmm. so I think that it doesn't make you like. I don't think that, yeah, I understand you feeling guilty, like all of that stuff. Like, I don't think it was, it doesn't make you like a shitty person, but I think you need to figure out why you did it because you looked into it and you knew you'd feel guilty, but you still did it. So like, what are you punishing yourself for? Mm -hmm. Like, why, like, that's not like, you can like sleep with whoever the fuck you want. It's not going to make you feel guilty and shitty afterwards. Like, that's not an empowering thing of being like, fuck this. I'm going to have sex with like a hot guy that I see. Like, it shouldn't end in feeling guilt. So I think that that was your intention because yeah, I, yeah. to me, it sounds like a self-sabotage. Like you, this was like a punishment thing for you for something. And I don't know why, because mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, I don't think you would have involved yourself in something that's like messy and potentially hurting somebody if you um, 
didn't you you knew the like the the consequences of like how you might feel it's not like you got any new information you know totally so i think that you need to kind of figure out why you did that and like it doesn't make you yeah it doesn't make you like a bad person yeah um but i I think there's two different mindsets you had like you did the whole like sexual empowerment i don't know this i don't know this Mm. girl and then you also at the same time you you looked into this girl Mm -hmm. so like you care so i think you got to figure that out yeah yeah i totally agree did you look at her instagram too and see how he's on there as well yeah true yeah Yeah. i mean it could be that she like maybe she's doing her own thing and she's boning a bunch of other dudes totally like I don't know. It just seems like something you want to avoid. Yeah. If all you want is sex. Yeah. Just, yeah. You could There's do that so- with any other guy. <laughs> exactly. You're yeah. in college, girl. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of dicks around. A hundred percent. You don't have to go on dates either. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have to sit through dinner. Like you, can you don't do- have to leave your room. No, you just go open an app. They'll come like, to you. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like Postmates on demand dick. <laughs> like you don't totally. need to like jump through these hoops. Like all of that stuff. Like yeah. just be like, when was the last time you were tested? Great. Cool. Like take your pants off. DTF. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I think you're right. Like in like the stalking the girls, Instagram, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. it's just, um, and also like my whole thing, I'm like, if you're on a break with somebody and your intention is to like hook up and all that stuff, you would archive posts of your significant other because this would deter people. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. So that's, so then I also wonder, were they on a break and were they not sleeping with other people? Like, it's, yeah, I I wonder. Yeah, because I yeah. think I think um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that it's, it's the same with open relationships. Like I think you should trust when someone says that they're in an open relationship. But if there's all these like things that make it seem like this feels off, yeah, I think yeah. you should go with your gut on that. Totally. And there's no way he's hot enough. Uh, okay. Well, I hope you don't hate me, and I hope you continue listening to the podcast. <laughs> and I would say this to one of my friends. So I would actually say some yeah. more fucked up shit to my friends. It's just. You know, yeah, I care about you. Like yeah, that's yeah. what you got to figure out in the situation. It's hard. What's that called? That phrase? Tough love. It's tough oh, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constant tough love. Yeah, yeah. Time for a breakity break. We will be back after um you guys listen to me talk about other stuff. Well, if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. 
This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We are back from our break, and we are going to hop into the rest of the calls. Hi, I'm 23 years old, and I recently got engaged. My fiance and I have been dating for a little over a year, and everything is pretty great. So going right into it, our sex life is great. The only issue, I don't really have an issue with it. Well, I don't know, but he hasn't gone down on me in a long time so at the very beginning of our relationship when we first started getting physical he would always go down on me every single time and he would always express to me that he loves doing it that's like one of his favorite things to do and he would rather me get off than him get off because he just loves doing it that much and it turns him on so much um so just how much he's expressed that to me it's just, I was like, oh, that's great because I love, I love being eaten out, you know? So I was like, this is going to be great. But also going off of that, I don't really go down on, well, to begin with, I didn't really go down on him a lot. Um, and I was kind of hypocritical, like now saying this, but since he hasn't been going down on me, I thought maybe that's maybe me not going down on him a lot. That's why he hasn't been doing that. I hope that makes sense. I'm like really jumbled. But so 
I don't know. I thought maybe that's the reason why. So I've been trying to go down shit more. Like, I've been doing it every single time. And, like, it's been a while since you've gone down on me. So, I don't know. I, and it doesn't have to be every single time we have sex. I just, I just love it so much. So, I don't know. And I know I, like, need to have a conversation with him. Like, communication is key. I just don't know how to start that conversation. So, that's why I'm asking you guys. So, I really appreciate your help. Thanks. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 I totally get where she's coming from. Oh, my God. I 100% get where she's coming from. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I am saying it now. So, I don't do it so everyone holds me accountable. I'm not going to talk about how young you are. And I'm not going to talk about the fact that you're getting married a year into this. Yeah. After I say, Communication is so, so, so key, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to get married and it's understandable having this conversation a year into a relationship, I would probably feel a little awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think that if you guys want to get married young after only having been dating for like a year and some time, you need to like speed up the comfortability with each other because you're it's yeah, that's you're just going to get more tied up in that that so that's yeah. all I'm gonna say about that totally first yep. and foremost um huh, wow I <laughs> I don't know if anybody I don't know if anybody like I'm the person who wrote that vice article about how I don't suck dick oh really oh. yes stop <laughs> it oh my god I had so, no idea I totally get where she's coming <gasps> from oh my god you start take this away I I myself am not a big fan of sucking yeah. dick and I get it And a lot of the reasons, you know, when I first wrote that article, it came from a place of anger, too, because men were not eating me out. I was, like, never getting eaten out. But it was always anticipated that I would suck dick every time I would So men get to get off twice and women don't get to get off at all. Exactly. Exactly. And I think now we're talking more about it, so it's a little different. But Mm -hmm. I felt back then there wasn't a lot of discussion about needing men to reciprocate oral sex. And especially, I think there wasn't a lot of uh, communication about the fact that, you know, I don't think a lot of men knew that or even today know that, you know, you can't achieve orgasm. Most women don't achieve orgasm from penetration. It's like more than 80% of women, like, need something additional. There needs to be, like, extra clitoral stimulation. Mm -hmm. And my suggestion, maybe going that route of explaining to him Mm -hmm. that, you know, your lack of eating me out these days is affecting the sex overall. Yeah, because it's all sex. It's, yeah. That's the thing that, like, I fucking hate. As somebody opposite, love giving blowjobs. I'm, like, all about, I mean, like, not (laughs) to, like, randoms, but, like, I'm a fan. I'm also a fan because, like, you know, when you get told you're, like, good at something, it's like, oh, it's great. Like, I hate dodgeball. You know, I've been told I'm bad at dodgeball. Fuck that. Fuck dodgeball. I'm never doing that again. But, like, also, this could be, like, a manipulation thing of, like, ex-boyfriends and being like, you are so good. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a Leo. Keep telling me how great I am. I'll do it again. (laughs) Give me compliments and attention. Um, But I would say, like, I really hate the idea that that's a tit-for-tat kind of thing, like Mm -hmm, a blowjob and, like, eating a girl out because penetrative sex, like, the men are going to or like they're going to come. They're going to come. But women yeah. are that's not 100% guaranteed. Not that's 100% yeah. guaranteed that a guy is, but like it's way way more like like it's that's pretty much a given. Mm-hmm. Um I used air quotes for uh audio listeners. Um versus <laughs> women where it's like a no. So the idea to me that that's like a well I didn't go down on him. So like therefore they're he, not equal. They're not equal at all because the, all of it is sex mm-hmm. and all and like not that the 
purpose of sex is not like to achieve orgasm necessarily depends on what you're going into it. Like whether what, if that's what you want or not what you want, but like the idea that he would need to then, yeah, get off twice. So you can kind of get off once. Mm -hmm. I will say again, because of the communication, like a year and you're feeling uncomfortable talking about this. Have you perchance also maybe been alluding to the fact that you are coming during penetrative sex? Mm. So does he think that like, this is like, we're solid, we're good. And yeah. also I wonder, was he going down on you before you guys had sex? Like, but like before you had oh, penetrative sex interesting. and yeah. then you were coming, you were, you were achieving orgasm and then mm. you were having sex and a, you're so much more sensitive down there after all of that. And like, mate, you're just enjoying it and you're more vocal. And is now he thinking like, oh, like I don't need to, we don't need to do both. Yeah. I don't think it's a malicious a thing. Yeah. I think that he's assuming you guys are both getting to the same place. That's yeah. That and, makes a lot of sense. And in the way of like, if you from the right off the bat weren't like giving him blowjobs and all that stuff, if that wasn't a conversation between you guys and him yeah. saying that he wanted that more, then I don't think it's that important to him. Yeah. I don't think like you giving him more blowjobs means like if that's some fucking weird passive aggressive shit, if it's like, I'm going to stop going down <laughs> until you suck my dick, but I'm not going to tell you that like the fuck. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think that's what that is, but and like men will even say like the sensation of like getting a blowjob versus having sex like is totally different, mm -hmm. but like they do achieve the same kind of end results. Mm -hmm. And so maybe for him, he thinks like, yeah, it's the same kind of thing, but like we're all, she's still achieving the same end results. Totally. Yeah. And maybe you are like, maybe sometimes you are, but like mm -hmm. this isn't, I don't know. I'm also a huge thing of like when you start a relationship and there's kind of like an expectation and a standard and how someone presents themselves and like what they're into and like how you guys act around each other. And then they change that. It's like, no, I didn't sign up for that. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't have gone on a second date with that. Like mm -hmm, this has mm -hmm. been not that he's like catfishing you with like a, I, <laughs> I go down all the time. Right. But I think, well, I guess our question is how she starts the conversation. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's how old? 22, 23. 23. That's okay. Um, I mean, it's like, you're getting married. Yeah. Like, this shouldn't... I you mean, sh I'm being too judgmental. I know. Like I'm like, you shouldn't call a podcast to ask how to have a conversation <laughs> with your husband, like your fiance, mm -hmm. but... Yeah. It should be easier. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're feeling uncomfortable, uh, I think you just need to like go into that like mm. just sit in that uncomfortability and like leave your phone happen. out and text your friend oh wait i was also <laughs> gonna say oh say that he's not and <laughs> we are full circle um i this is okay so this is the advice that i feel like i've given on the podcast before about like guys who weren't like great at it or whatever mm -hmm. there's this book called um she comes first it's fantastic it's hmm. great there's papaya on the cover very sexual we've talked about it on the podcast a lot i feel like we should have like a shot on the website yeah. where it's like shop the things we talk about it's like vibrators and like this book um <laughs> but my friends and i have like we've passed i've said this story so many times we've passed this book around often like when we've all read it like all the girl my girlfriends have read it all of my guy friends have read it and most of my guy friends like i didn't be i was never like here you should read this but they saw me reading it mm -hmm. left it on the like on the table when i went to like set or something and then i come back and they're reading it like mm -hmm. it's a sec it's like an enticing cover right i when i read it left it on my bedside table the next night i came home my boyfriend was almost <laughs> done with it and I was oh, like, wow. do you just grab it? He was like, I mean, I saw the cover and I was like, I feel like I should read yeah. this. So I think that's like a subtle way to do it. But that's always my advice for someone who's like in a relationship. But I think that you should that's take the easy way out. I yeah. think you need to have this conversation because this is you're going to have to do it at some point. And this is going to be a way easier conversation than some other awkward confrontation communication situations. 
Um, so yeah. And you gotta, you gotta know if he's like, just like over it if you're, before you get married. Cause like, that's yeah. Was that all a lie? Yeah. Was he just, was he just that doing to... that to get a ring on your finger? Yeah. And then he's like, never doing it again. <laughs> like that's <laughs> fucked up. That's that me. I'd be so mad. I'd be like, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it seems like from the start, he was like down to not get his dick sucked that yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Cause he didn't bring that up. But I think you yeah. can also say in the conversation of being like, Hey, um, I feel awkward about this, but because we're engaged and we're going to get married, we have to have really open communication skills. Mm-hmm. I really loved how much you went down on me uh, when we first started dating. And also like, I, it was like hot to me how much you liked it. And now that that's kind of stopped, I've been feeling like wondering if that was like, did you actually really like it? Or like, is there something going on? And I've yep. been trying to go down on you more. I didn't know if you felt uncomfortable asking for more blowjobs. And I know I never really did that because it's not like my favorite thing, but, um, I just wanted like, let's open the line of communication with what we are expecting in this relationship. And this is how I get off during sex. And I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. totally. And Agreed. I think you just have to like really lay it all out there. And, um, say everything and don't like hold back because it's awkward like right. you're getting married yeah like he's, there's if yeah. you're gonna have kids things. he's gonna look at your like uh, like a child potentially coming out of like a bloody child coming out of your like vagina like there are so <laughs> many other things that like yeah like you know like you might fart during sex like you know like oh, yeah I mean, you, you will the time. over yeah. the course of your entire life. Like yeah. you might get your period. Like you might like there might there's other things that there's going to be more. Yeah. Yeah. And other non-sexual things that are going to be totally terrible. So yeah. you just got to yeah. learn how to communicate now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, please do. <laughs> yeah. Please, please, please. It's, it's I mean, it's sad. But like for me, it was something that really just came with time and getting yeah. older. Oh, totally. And when I was in my early 20s, I couldn't speak my mind at all with mm-hmm. any of the guys that I was dating, no oh. matter how like comfortable yeah. I felt around them, just because we have this internalized sort of fear of appearing like fussy or uh-huh. like we have this fear of like seeming too picky or too uptight. Because we're so societally conditioned to not take up space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I, you know, in those ways, I can relate to even though this is someone you're going to marry, you still feel that little thing mm-hmm. inside you that's like, no, no, don't make a big deal out of it. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal to talk about it. It shouldn't no, be. It, it shouldn't be either. And I was the exact same. I mean, like I didn't, I didn't like uh, like orgasm during sex with a partner until my current boyfriend when I was like in yeah. my and like I my did, that was not the first person I had sex with. Mm-hmm. And like I definitely like faked that kind of stuff. And also like guys didn't follow up and be like, hey, feel like you're not like. Guys right. were kind of like, cool, you're probably faking I'm like, I'm fine with that. Like, if you're mm-hmm. fine with that. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, it does, like, you're exactly right. It does come with age. And I would say, also, my boyfriend and I started dating when I, when, oh, God, how old? 22. I was 22. Um, and I wouldn't have felt comfortable if we had this conversation. Like, we didn't, yeah, I wouldn't have felt comfortable for probably a year. Like, yeah. And that's, like, now we have all those conversations and stuff like that. But you just have to, like, if this is what you want, you have to speed up the process because I'm exactly the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. it took me years to feel comfortable saying what I wanted and all that stuff. But, um, and I think it helps. We are talking about it more on a societal, cultural level right now when, when I, I'm, I'm old. (laughs) I'm not that old, but I feel like I'm older than you. (laughs) Uh, when I was in my early 20s, I don't, at least in my personal bubble, in my circle, 
I felt like nobody was discussing this. Oh, no, you know? totally. I don't know on a wider culture. That's why when I said earlier, like, in my personal life, I felt like it wasn't a thing being when discussed. When did you write the article? I think like in 2014 or 2015, okay. something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> but in I was like 25 or something like that at the time. And that's when I just started. Things just started clicking. Yeah. And finally, people were like kind of, in my world at least, starting to talk about it more. And... I think now that I'm seeing it more everywhere where there's like shirts like eat a woman out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think that helps so much in talking about these things and bringing it up when you're younger and you have that still you have that like internalized sort of fear of talking about these things. Just the fact that in a cultural sense where we're talking about it a lot more. I think that should help. Well, yeah. And I also didn't know, like, as like when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, I should be coming from penetrative sex. Like, right. you, these are the movies that we watch. These are things like, because like totally. even me as a woman, I wasn't able to like advocate for what I wanted because I didn't know what I wanted because I didn't understand because mm-hmm. no one talked about it. So mm-hmm. I think that's also like, you're, you're already steps ahead of knowing what you like and what you want and all of that. And I, do, I also don't think it necessarily makes him like a bad person. I think he's just like ignorant in like knowing that. Like there was this BuzzFeed article about um, women being like, it was like, guys, everybody like, or like girls, like everyone ask your boyfriend um, to like, like, or like what's like the weirdest sexual like misconception your boyfriend has. And so many of them that was like, oh, like that girls just have one hole and everything comes out of one <laughs> hole. And I was like, these are fully grown adult men yeah. who think this thing in like 2019. <laughs> and it's like, they just don't, they don't know. So you have to give him the opportunity because he's probably going to feel like, holy shit, like I am such an idiot. Yeah. And like, yeah, half the guys. he wants to get married. He seems like he's a decent guy. Like it could just be pure like I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, uh, best of luck. I really... Thinking, thinking positive thoughts yeah. for you and your Please vagina. call us back. I, yeah, I want to know. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. one. Yeah, I'm curious what his what 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 the conversation is going to be like from his end, too. Okay, you could listen both call us back now. That's that's too far. Too uncomfortable for her? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Have like a live yeah. little therapy yeah. session. Yeah. Hey, guys. Okay, guys, don't blame them. This is where listeners call in with their advice on previous episodes or previous mm. calls, right? Mm-hmm. I've been trying to find the right words to use to describe it. I'm like previous calling listener, right? Listeners, Listeners calling to give their own advice on previous calls. Yes. Wow. It's like a lot of the same words. It made sense to me. Cool. So what's this for? This is from episode um, 311. Um, It was an episode that you and I did together. Um, And the original caller... She had, um, we actually got the the original caller actually sent us messages about this, but the original caller, um, her fiance had been like ghosting her for weeks. Yeah. Months too. Yeah. Months. Yeah. The, at the time of the call, it had been like a couple weeks, but her fiance has like ghosted her for months and his parents are racist and it's just like. He won't tell them that they're like getting married. Yeah, because he doesn't. They're dating because he didn't want to get cut off. Yeah, Yeah. they don't live together, but he would like disappear and like go be unresponsive for like months at a time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is somebody calling in with (sighs) similar Similar? experience. It's not as it's not as bad, but like similar. Well, actually, it might be worse. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as bad, but it might be worse. Hi, Megan. Um, I am calling back for advice for to give advice about episode number 61 um 
I want to talk about the caller whose fiance lives in a different state and he he goes like five days or several weeks without contacting her. So I was in a long distance relationship for about a year. So not as long as her, but the last like six months or so, my ex did the exact same thing. And then he would gaslight me and he would tell me how needy I was and um, all this stuff. And it was, just, it was awful. And then when I tried to bring up things that I was concerned about, about him not talking to me, he would tell me it was just my anxiety making me see things that weren't there and I was too needy and that's why I needed to talk to him all the time when in reality he just wasn't talking to me for like I said like weeks at a time so I just want to reiterate for this girl that even though I can totally see why because I've been through it and leaving him was one of the hardest things I have ever had to do it I he caused so much anxiety in my life and he the gaslighting caused so many issues with my head so I know this is going to sound easy but she needs she she's got to get out of there <laughs> I mean um it's just it's not a relationship it's I was constantly worried about what he was getting into or what he was doing he was hurt. I didn't understand if I did something. It was just this complete mind fuck, and it never really ended. And then I was talking on Instagram one night, like three months later. He's a child, so <laughs> there's that. I mean, the baby looks pretty young, so this definitely happened while I like while we were together, which is a lot to take in. <laughs> but now I can laugh about it, sort of. Um, so I would suggest highly to get out of there. I just got so annoyed hearing it because if my little sister came to me and described what this girl was describing, I just, I would get so mad because it sounds exactly like what I went through with the ignoring and it just, my heart goes out to her because I know how hard it is and I love her and, um, I know it's going to be hard. But you will feel so much better if you get out of this. And I mean, it cut off, but okay. we got the gist of it. Yeah. Can we tell that? Yeah. Because yeah. she messaged us and didn't call. Great. So, yeah. So, in the original call, uh, or original our advice, mm -hmm. so um, we had said on the call, being like, DM us on Instagram, like, give us his info. We'll find out what it all is and all that stuff. Um, which I think she didn't really want to find out all of yeah. it. She DM'd us and she was like, yeah, we broke up. Like, you're right. Like, he's my ex-fiance. Like, mm. now this all sucks and stuff. But, um, yeah. So, she's thankfully, we can we can update that she's yeah. no longer with him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but, yeah. No, I think, I think, God, people are just fucking insane. Right. Like, the, the, yeah. not not the, these girls. Not at all. Like, it's the, these guys are just, yeah. it, they're it's just just how are they so good at being so manipulative it's i don't get it insane it's all i mean i think it's like a whole like systematic thing of like how women are used to being like treated in that kind of way mm -hmm. and also that like you don't see like even when you see like when you think about like um uh 
like ex uh like when you romantic comedies when like the girl starts out with one guy and you're like oh well that's not going to be the good guy or whatever Mm -hmm. that guy who's not good is either cheated on her or he is like like money like money hungry or something like that but there's no it's never manipulative like that's Mm -hmm. the part that i like drives me crazy like show an ex show her boyfriend gaslighting her and her realizing that because like you're showing these things that are like so obvious and so clear that it's like oh he cheated this is like a line that this everybody watching this is like yes that is good yes that is bad Mm -hmm. but i yeah no i really wish that because i think that's how you fall into that kind of stuff just like and I don't think a lot of guys even realize they're doing it. No. It's not something that they're consciously like, I'm going to gaslight her right now. Oh, but yeah. it's very like just downplaying emotions and mm-hmm. just saying like, oh, you're being paranoid or yeah. something. Like that. Just something as subtle as that is like it's gaslighting. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really just not taking accountability and trying to make a woman feel like she must there must be something yeah. wrong with her to have these thoughts and these feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's immediately ugh, someone trying so to mad. save their own ass. Yeah. And yeah. like, I think the issue is, is like, it's a habit and something that comes that like, gu- like guys who gaslight, the first person they gaslight is not their girlfriend. The first person that they lie to and like save their ass is their parents. And then it's their teachers. Oh, and yeah. then it's all of these other, it's like work. It's all of these other things. And then you project that kind of like, I need to protect my own ass. And then you're in a relationship and suddenly it's like, no, that's, that's not where you can kind of like get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's like where I, yeah, I think it's just like this very, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I think a lot of guys, like there's some really terrible shitty guys, but I think there's a lot of people who don't even realize that like you, you're doing that. Right. Like it's an accountability thing that I think is from like birth of totally. being like, you got to figure this out early. Yeah. I mean, which almost makes it worse. Oh no, a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's, yeah, that's like in, something ingrained in you, but totally. uh, yeah, it's, that's so fucking insane. I'm so glad you're also out of that situation. Um, and I'm not that I'm glad that he is a baby, but like, because I said it in the first call, I just, I'm happy that like the, there's a part, I was right. That someone, yeah. someone had a baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not convinced that this other guy doesn't have another no, family either. He, it's either another family be. or he's like a serial killer. Yeah. He's either Ted Bundy or <laughs> Al Bundy. he has a family. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That might be too old Ted of a Bundy. reference. For- that was good. That was good. <laughs> I loved it. God. Fucking insane. Fucking insane. Okay. Well, yeah. that's our episode, guys. Thank you so much for being on. You were Thank so you. great on this. Plug Thank your you so podcast. Much. Tell people where they oh, can yeah. find you on the internet, too. V Single, V Single Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we're on iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, and I'm at Just About Glad on the socials. Or I don't know where to look. <laughs> so many cameras. Okay. At Just About Glad, Twitter, Instagram. There we go. Hell yeah. I'm going to read because I read your I read that article about blowjob. I need to reread it now. Oh, it was a long time ago. I no, mean, I'm I would rewrite so, we'll it now, it, but yeah, we'll put it in the I'm show just notes. curious. <laughs> yeah. I'm so curious, though, because like I, I'm curious what my my like I wonder because I don't remember what I thought of it when I read it mm-hmm. then and like versus when I read it now, because I agree. I like very much agree with you in the sense of like. I also yeah. would never be giving out blowjobs left and right if like guys were going down. I mean, not right. giving out blowjobs left and right. Not that, that's not what I mean. <laughs> She's like, but do you think, like blow, that's yeah, the thing. Mouth. It's like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, love a blowjob. Mm-hmm. Like if I wasn't also getting, yeah, uh, you know. I mean, it. I wrote it very young and from a place of like anger. So I definitely regret some of the ways that I phrase things. But overall, I think the my sentiment is still the same. Where it's like I'm, I don't i'm sick of feeling like embarrassed or like ashamed to not be a big fan of sucking dick yeah like no there's nothing 
that's the thing. Like, and I still make dudes come, so it's not yeah. like yeah, yeah. You know. I'm a, I'm a firm. Like everybody's got their. Th- everyone also has their deal breakers. Like if you if it's someone's deal breaker, there's some, there's a perfect sexual partner match there's multiple for people out there yeah everywhere yeah all that stuff um but yeah guys um thanks so much for listening if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 oh international listeners don't worry i didn't forget about you i forgot about you in the beginning of the video um but if you guys want to leave us a voice memo just record it on your phone and then email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com and if you want to follow us on Instagram, don't blah meme pod, um, which I spelled wrong the last time. And mm-hmm. I did meme meme, like too many me, me, me. Because <laughs> you did uh, don't blame me, meme pod instead of don't, yeah, don't blah meme pod. Yeah, I did don't blame meme pod. <laughs> yeah. Don't blah meme pod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, our website, don't blame show. Figure out where you want to listen. You can watch on YouTube if you're listening to this on um, iTunes or anything like that. And then if you are watching on YouTube, go listen to the audio version. Listen to it twice. Close your eyes. Yeah. And we are on Spotify. Matter. I know pe- a lot of people oh, keep yeah. saying, why aren't you on Spotify? But we are. Guys, we definitely just are. Look shit up. Yeah, it's That's all on the website. Every always. link to wherever we are is on our website. And also so. Google. Google's yeah. your friend. Do you want to Google last night? I Googled. Um, I found out all of the people from that uh lo- that dating show. Figured out all of their Instagram handles. <laughs> I Googled that. What else did I Google? I Googled how old somebody was. I Googled when Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift dated. Like, what? Oh, okay. I didn't remember Google. that. Forgot about I didn't remember. That. I yeah. completely forgot about yeah. it, too. And so I was like, when did they date? So then I Googled it. You don't have to comment on Jake Gyllenhaal's Instagram. Hey, when did you date Taylor Swift? <laughs> Gotta use Google, guys. I'm a huge fan of it. Really I good love the it. idea of Jake Gyllenhaal responding to yeah. that. Hey, uh, <laughs> technically. I mean, we were like, we hadn't like defined the relationship for a while. So like, it depends on how long you want to say. Yeah. It's a little book. Uh, area um and if you want to follow melissa and i our socials are listed down below as always and uh, we will see you guys next week goodbye don't blame me is a production by me executive produced by melissa demonts camera operator amanda lechner production assistance by julie carley and music by ryan hunter and giacomo picasso part of the her pod network (laughs) 